This is a podcast with brothers Dan and Dave. I'm Dan Davidson. And I'm Dave Davidson. Dave, I always love talking to you about uh, ideas and concepts. And today we will be sharing the concept of wheel reinventing. How many times have we heard, well, you know, we don't want to reinvent the wheel, right? Or you're warned, well, we don't have to reinvent the wheel because, and it's usually a good shortcut, Dan, of not having to hash something that is proven. And it's a good shortcut to maybe get to the next solution. But what if you didn't take that shortcut? Maybe there are hidden solutions and breakthroughs right in front of you, right on the tip of your nose. Yes. Now, let's talk about the wheel. The wheel... Uh, is very foundational. It uh, really changed things a lot when whoever invented it did invent it. And uh, it's been used in many applications. So the phrase, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Well, we have to make it our own. We have to reinvent it for ourselves, for our business, for our idea, for our organization, for our life. Uh, So there are a lot of foundational things in life but uh, we need to uh, apply them, expand them, make them our own. Yes, wheels are very um, foundational. You think of, uh, I think my son Nathan, his first word wasn't mom or dad. It was ball, then it was mom, and then it was Michael Jordan. <laughs> but so you really can't maybe improve on the sphere of a perfect circle. But you can maybe improve on the usage. I mean, think of just tires. Of, and wheels in any vehicle, whether it's a bicycle, a lawnmower, or the latest truck on like a Super Bowl commercial, those tires are being reinvented with, with state-of-the-art technology. And it's not like these car manufacturers, Dan, just said, you know what, hey, well, we got the wheel figured out. It's round. You put some rubber on it. Let's work on the engine. They reinvent the wheel, or they go through the process of wheel reinventing every time a new car comes out. Yes, you know, I'm looking up uh, the uh, reinventing the wheel in Wikipedia, and uh, here's their uh, definition. To reinvent the wheel is to duplicate a basic method that has already previously been created or optimized by others. Which is the epitome of Wikipedia itself. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. So... uh, It said, the inspiration for this idiomatic metaphor lies in the fact that the wheel is the archetype of human ingenuity, both by virtue of the added power of flexibility it affords its users, and also in the ancient origins which allow it to underlie much, if not all, of modern technology. So, you know, it it reminds me, Dave, of uh, the classic quote uh, when someone said from the U.S. Patent Office, Everything that's been invented or that could be invented has already been invented. And that quote was from the early 1900s. Boy, was that idiot wrong. I hope he found a nice job somewhere I think else. It, I think it was actually 1896. So, uh, Oh, now so, you know the year? Are you re- That's great. <laughs> I just happened to uh, – that just uh, you know, sticks in my mind. So what does it mean <laughs> – to uh, be wheel reinventing. Well, Dave, again, for, for our own personal uh, 
application of things, we all have a unique way of uh, creating, of interacting with the world, with others. And so we, we, you take the basics of, uh, and we're using a car as an analogy, for, is one thing for a wheel. But you can use those and look at all the variations of things that, are, that wheels are made into. So uh, you take that wheel and then you expand on it. And maybe it was, the wheel was just very basic, you know, hundreds of years ago. Look at all the ways that it has been used uh, in, in this current time and over time and over history. Well, just imagine, Dan, literally the first wheel. No doubt it was a round rock. And then somewhere in time, that round rock was used somehow just to be used to roll down a hill, to put something was put on it. Somewhere later on, an axle was put on it for wheelbarrow, some kind of thing. I mean, that, that evolution in a good way. You know, and then from now we have all these great tires and stuff. So, again, the premise is usually you overlook the basic um, idea right in front of your face. But what if you could reinvent something so basic that your entire operation went better? For example, you know, uh, Henry Ford basically invented the assembly line production approach. Before that, things were just put together a certain way, and it took a long time. It took a week, and I think he got it down to four hours, right? Um, the founder, Ray Kroc, of fast food himself, he figured out a way to get a hamburger in someone's hands in seconds, okay? So there was a process in store, but he reinvented it, usually a process that had been glossed over, taken for granted, and, and left to think that that was the best there could be. But you know as I do, Dan, if you go into a hardware store, there's not just one kind of mousetrap. There's sticky mousetraps. There's zap-em mousetraps. There's break-your-neck mousetraps. There's hotel mousetraps. There's glow-in-the-dark mousetraps. I mean, give me a break. The world is going to beat a path down to your door for a better mousetrap. Enter in wheel reinventing. Hey, as you were describing the first wheel, perhaps, you know, as a round rock, I mean, I'm thinking Fred Flintstone all the way, okay? <laughs> I mean, that's where it was invented. Right. Yeah, and the Flintstones invented it, or yeah, not only invented the wheel for the car, but for their bowling ball. There you go. You have a Flintstone theory, Dan. I have a Far Side theory. Gary Larson's uh, <laughs> cartoon that really shook the world in the '80s. I'm such a fan of that. And there's one I actually looked it up. One of my favorite Far Sides, and I just got to describe it because it's worth the, the, the small journey. There's three guys in the foreground, cavemen, holding like a leg of an animal. Another guy's holding like a lizard over a fire and they're sweating and they're grimacing and they're in pain. Another guy looks back in the back of the scene. Another caveman has like a chicken leg on a stick. And they go, hey, look what Zog do. Okay, Zog was wheel reinventing. He's like, I'm not going to get my hand burned cooking my dinner. And that is my caveman picture, you know, but like just enter in. You know, a wheel, it's like one guy's trying to row something, it's a wheel. The other guy's, you know, the, the original guy's there on squares, you know what I mean? And it's like, hey, look what Zog do. He's rolling around. He's got a, like a sports car, you know, in caveman times. 
Very, very good uh, application there, Dave. You know, I'm thinking about uh, when young kids make their first derby car, you know, Ooh. in the inner contest. And I know uh, some of your kids have done that. All Maybe of them. Can... <laughs> All of them. Okay. So you start off with the basics, right? And everyone is to make their own car, but, you know, they reinvent it. They, re they redo it their own. Ted, give us some reflections on that and apply it here to life. Well, uh, thanks for giving me the... Uh, you know, a handoff here because my son, Nathan was, you know, whatever age you start in Awana in you know, the lowest age. And I was actually a youth pastor at a church and this Awana, this derby car thing was totally new to me. My first son, you know, so we go there, we whip this car together. It was, it was pitiful looking. It was the, the youngest kids, you know, attempt at art. I don't even know what it was. It was like a box, you know, it looked, it did not get the design award that year. He did other years. <laughs> so we, we show up. And he wins a race or two. And so people are starting to come up with, what's your secret, Dave? You know, what's your secret? And we're like, we just put quarters on this. Like he, instead of taping the, you know, the, the soldering, everything, he just taped some quarters to make the weight right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Other people were like using, um, I think like WD-40. I can't remember. He might've used it too, but basically he started winning races and we were, it was almost like he's having a, like a press conference. We didn't know what we were doing. The craziest thing, very competitive in this particular church, okay? He won. That's and awesome. maybe his approach was the fact that he didn't care and he was a kid and he just was doing it fun and he wasn't in it. It was just like a weird blessing from God. So his approach was, I'm just making a box with wheels, and I lucked out. <laughs> um, sometimes you can luck out by just changing a very basic thing of something that you see every day. Okay. I mean, Dan, we were talking right before we, you called. It's like somebody thought of the Breathe Right strip, which is just basically a Band-Aid with a little bit of a, of more of a pinch to open your airwaves at night. Billions of dollars later and an entire industry, this guy's a genius. Hello. Uh, it could have just been the first Breathe Right strip could have just been a Band-Aid and a paperclip and a really, really sarcastic spouse wanting to get some sleep when their spou other spouse was snoring or whatever the case was. He reinvented breathing. That's what he did. And so if you can reinvent breathing and be that profitable, wheel reinventing is up for grabs. So think about your workplace, whether you're in nonprofit, whether you're inventing something, whether you're at a factory, whether you're in sales, there's a part of that process you have taken for granted, and, and rightly so. But now is the time, listening to this podcast, reading this book, getting this information, what basic formerly – former step that was taken for granted what under a new microscope under a new vision you know tinkering around you know you know tinkering around with it could it be better you know dan just the simplest thing i get lights out of a box it, it's better for me if the, the 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 lights when i unpack these lights if they're at a certain height because i'm taller okay not a big deal but it saves me back pain and i'm rein i'm wheel reinventing when i since i'm taller I put something on, on a counter at, at my wheelhouse. Let's talk about wheelhouse. That's my wheelhouse. If I have to bend over all day, even like eight inches or an eight-degree plane, I'm going to have – or degree, you know, you know slope. I'm going to have back pain. That's just a small, a small um, adjustment. And, of course, if you're at the North Pole and you have just a small degree, you, you're going to walk to Iowa. You're going to end up walking to um, – 
uh, you know, Timbuktu if you're a couple degrees off. But Dan, based on that, what do you think when I say wheelhouse and wheel reinventing? How does that co-conspire in your brain? How does that inspire you? Well, uh, I happen to uh, have it up here on Google in definition dictionary mode. So the first uh, definition of wheelhouse is a part of a boat or ship serving as a shelter for the person at the wheel. So this brings in some uh, more metaphors here, bro. Uh, You've got a ship. It's your life. It's your company. It's your family. And you're at the wheel. Okay. And that wheel is navigates. And so a wheelhouse serves as shelter and it it, uh, protects you. Because you're the navigator, okay? Uh, and when you, I, I love the analogy that you need to get your ship out of the harbor and then you can adjust your sails, okay? Yeah. And so your wheelhouse is something that where you go to and, and you need, and you navigate your life and you may need to reinvent your navigational pathway based on weather patterns, storms that come up, okay? You may need to get a little creative. Uh, so, so that's a pretty cool metaphor to bring into the conversation right there. At, someone's at the wheel. You know, Dan, being in Iowa, I kind of make fun of the, the news because it's the top story every night is weather. And I'm just like, either you need a coat or you don't in the winter. And in the summer, you're either wearing shorts or not. Okay. But, you know, we take weather forecasting for granted, even though they're not always accurate. I couldn't imagine living in a culture hundreds of years ago when you, you don't know that the weather is really going to turn on you in a matter of hours. And so today's technology is something to leverage. Okay. We have so many opportunities. We're holding both right now, smartphones for this uh, podcast. And there, this is one of the greatest inventions of all time that we're holding a smartphone. And many of us are not leveraging it for our goals to reach people, whether it's ministry, to better the world. Many of us are just being entertained by it. And something I told my eight-year-old daughter today, I said, I was telling her how most people in history have had to just wake up and like forage for food just to survive. And there was, I told her about the bluebonic plague and how there was not always a long life expectancy. And I said, Bethany, I go, you've already had more free time in your life at 10 years old than many people who have lived their whole life and what have you done with it? So far, you've watched TV, you've played with emojis, and you've picked your nose, you know, kind of a thing. So we have a responsibility. I mean, seriously, my 10-year-old daughter has had more free time than many people who have ever lived. And so you talk about wheel reinventing. Let's throw in some life story inventory and start looking at the time in history where you're at. You can make a business on your phone. Okay, you can make art on your phone. Absolutely. We're podcasting. We're creating content right now. One of the first places to look at wheel reinventing is the phone that you're probably getting this information from. What can you do on it except for, other than being entertained? It's hey, I'm all about being entertained at sometimes, but let's tone that down and turn up some innovation in our life. Amen. Preach it, brother. Uh, we just had a uh, feature on our podcast at Anchor Talk. What are you more of a creator or a spectator? So we want to be a creator just as much, if not more, than being a spectator, bro. Uh, oh, that's a great theme. I got to listen to that. And, Dan, let me just take this opportunity to tell you that uh, your show is called Anchor Talk, and you were one of the pioneers in just helping people understand the benefits of the act, 
app, anchor.fm, that you can find that we're doing this podcast on. And you have led the way and partnered and just really come alongside and encourage other people to podcast and to learn how to leverage, how to podcast. And I'm one of those people you've helped. Hey, uh, appreciate the kudos, Dave. And, and, and you're right. We're leveraging that technology right now, uh, which is cool. So I, I want to uh, introduce another uh, theme here. If you're not wheel reinventing, you could be asleep at the wheel. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, and, and that's not a good thing. Okay. Jesus take the wheel or Cletus take the wheel. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, the, sometimes we just need to get back to the basics and we need to look at the things that perhaps we take for granted. And you mentioned technology uh, and just having the, the time and the freedom uh, and the leverage to be able to do these things. And uh, we have a choice every weekend. You know, we want to spend family time and, and have recreation and, and that. But, uh, you know, how many times are we going to Netflix, Netflix binge this month? You know, just saying. I lost track. Well, Dan, I'm at a softball game right now in between games. and I'm podcasting. So I feel like I'm wheel reinventing just what a parent does in between games. And, and Dan, I really like this concept, along with the words wheelhouse, which is really kind of like a I appreciate you looking up that dictionary term. You know, a wheelhouse is like your bread and butter. If you're in a business, what's your wheelhouse? So if it's fast food, it's obviously going to be a hamburger. Ray Kroc realized that um, he did an assessment. Actually, before Ray Kroc partnered with the McDonald Brothers, they had already done an assessment of the 30-plus menu items on your menu. And they realized that I think it was up in the 80%, maybe 90 was a hamburger and Coke and, and fries. So they got rid of corn dogs and corn on the cob and applesauce and they honed in in their bread and butter or their wheelhouse. And so Dan, I love what you also said about being asleep at the wheel. You know, a wheel, as I'm sitting in my vehicle right now, my, my vehicle obviously is stopped right now. Just so you know, I'm not doing this as it's rolling. And George Sweeting, who, who's a former president of Moody Bible Institute, I think other people have said this. It's a lot easier to steer a car that's already moving than a stationary one. Okay, so you go in the direction of your dreams, right? You don't have to go fast, but then once you get going, you're trying to get out of a rut or even a parking lot, as I'll get out of this parking lot soon. You have to go, you have to put a little speed to it. You have to little put a little momentum yes. into your wheel, and then you steer. So there's a lot of different types of wheels, but then there's the steering wheel. The steering wheel is so important direction in our life. And one way to figure it out is to actually just get going. Great, uh, great metaphor there, Dave. And, and I think in closing here, I'm going to throw a curveball at you with a metaphor that's dear to both of our hearts, and that's baseball. Because you know what the definition number two for wheelhouse is? It is the part of a batter's strike zone most likely to produce a home run, baby. Oh, yeah. In the wheelhouse. Give me a fastball in my wheelhouse, okay? And and uh, usually uh, – well, I – I, of course, we're, we're huge uh, Chicago Cubs fans, and uh, you know they won the World Series last year, and they did very well this year. They're out of it now. But uh, I've watched game day a lot of times on the computer, and the batter will be up, and it the statistics will be on the computer screen, and it breaks the home plate where a strike could be into nine different categories. And so, like, this batter, if you – you throw it low and outside, he only hits, you know, 149. 
But if he if it's a high inside fastball, he hits 420. So they have it down to nine different zones. And so when they go to a pitch to a batter, they know these ahead of time. So the question is, what's your wheelhouse? And if you're not living in it, then you may need to reinvent your wheel. Reinvent your wheelhouse. Dan, that's a great uh, fact to bring up. Of course, it's at MLB.com when you were talking about game day. And, Dan, that's all because of the Brady Bunch, okay? <laughs> the, nine, mean, the nine I, blocks. Yeah. Yes, the nine blocks, three times that's- three. And, and obviously that's also the way I've trained people to do photography. You want to look in every – you want to even look in Cindy and Bobby's little corner for not something creeping in the picture. It's about your composition. <laughs> uh, but that's a whole nother podcast on photography tips. But Dan, that is a great, great chapter of a book. We could just podcast all day on that. I know we're going to wind this installment down next, but a wheelhouse. What is the pitch you can pitch and you wait for a pitch? And what is the type of pitch you don't swing at? So maybe when you hear the cliche, don't reinvent the wheel, there's ter- certain type of pitches you just lay off. Okay. Uh, my son, Nathan, you know, I, this one team and this one coach could strike him out pretty good when he was 12, but he was pretty much hitting like, you know, 500 against everyone else. I finally asked the coach, how do you strike my kid out? He goes, well, we have, we, we pitch him high and inside. We know his weakness. I'm like, Oh, that's right. You figured it out. This is at 12. You know, he had advanced scouting on my 12 year old. So what you're bringing up is great. So we can apply that to our life. We have nine zones in our life. What is our wheelhouse? What do we hit decently? And what do we know that just doesn't work well that we should probably delegate, that we should probably make sure we don't procrastinate it on or, or just solve in a different way? But all that to say, it all comes back to the Brady Bunch. And no, Mr. Brady does not have two squads. That other woman is Alice. She's the helper in the family. You know, I, I, we achieved our goal to try to make a reference sometime in this podcast to both the Brady Bunch and Flintstones, and we've achieved our goal. And the Cubs. And <laughs> uh, I'll just say that this has been a joint podcast with Anchor Talk and Surge Up with Dave Davidson. Dan did not take the cue to plug my podcast, so I'm doing it now. Hey, I'm, I'm not ashamed. Surge hey, Up with I Dave Davidson. Do it at the end, man. I was saying oh, well, I thought for- we were ending, man. I'm stealing your thunder. <laughs> yes, listen to my brother Dave's podcast, Surge Up with Dave Davidson. Very insightful. Uh, he, he just, yeah, you, you're very prolific, and I love to listen to your podcast, bro. I appreciate it, man. A little less meaning coming after the fact that I had to plug myself. But, Dan, it sounds like it's in your wheelhouse, and I was asleep at the wheel, and that together <laughs> we had to do some wheel reinventing on wheel reinventing. Anyways. We, we did it. And so I uh, want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, so here's the challenge. or I, we'll, we'll upgrade it to a dare. We dare you to identify three things in your life that you could do some wheel reinventing. It could be something in your personal life. It could be something in your family. It could be something in your business. It could be something in the community. Take a look at the basics and how you can reinvent it for yourself. Because, Dave, you know, I think about the quote, I think it's been attributed to uh, Albert Einstein. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, if you're getting the same results and you want to change it, you may need to do some wheel reinventing. I could have said it better myself, but you already said it. Way to go. 
It would been it would have been redundant. Thanks a lot, it Dave. Is redundant. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Make sure you listen to Dave's amazing podcast, Surge Up with Dave Davidson, on Anchor Talk. Also available on podcasts, uh, iTunes, Google Play, everywhere where podcasts are sold. <laughs> Wow, Dan, thanks. That's a coincidence. So is Anchor Talk by Dr. Dan Davidson. What a dink. All right. Hey, I'm signing out. I'm gonna file a, I'm gonna find a wheel in my wheelhouse to reinvent today. I'm gonna sit here and talk to myself and see if anyone listens. Over and out. Goodbye.